free strategy session, call the Green Law Firm at 271-7940 or go online at greenlaw.legal. That's greenlaw.legal. Kelly Gramlich Show on 105.5 The Roar. Let's take it from the top. Clemson finished the season in basketball ranked higher than Kentucky. What a time. But I love seeing people achieving their dreams, okay? And just because he was so excited to achieve his dream, he brought a life-size picture of Grandma (laughs) up on the stage. This idea, the comparison with Deshaun and Lamar Jackson, has Deshaun Watson kind of paved the way and created more confidence for NFL GMs and a guy like Lamar Jackson, even though I still believe they're very different quarterbacks. We'll see. He has a mullet. That's the most American thing in the world. First of all, what? You should never tweet these sentences. Good grief. But anyway, I sound like such an old lady. You made it into one shining moment. That, that's a big deal, okay? That's, that's, that's the dream. All righty, and we are live. And now, Kelly Gramlich. Welcome in to the Kelly Gramlick Show. Happy Saturday to everyone out there. Our first show of July. Really excited for this. Our last show was June 30th. I had to double check that in my mind, John. I was a little worried there, but I remembered. Welcome in. We're going to have a great show today. Really excited uh, for this one. Terrence Oglesby is joining us today. Former Tiger sharpshooter and current graduate assistant for the Clemson men's basketball program. Uh, Really, really good interview. We talked about a lot of stuff. He gave us a preview a bit on the season, the new guys coming in this summer, how the vibe is with the team. But also, we took it back. We took it back. I asked him about the 74-47 beatdown of Duke and Little John, so we'll talk about that. I asked him about his dear friend, DeMontez Stitt, and what he did to help him uh, earn his degree after he tragically passed away so young. We cover so much. There's highs, there's lows. You're going to laugh, you're going to cry. Just wait for that interview. It's coming up in our second segment today. The Kelly Gramlich Show each and every week is presented by Engineered Sleep. Engineered Sleep knows the best way to get a good night's sleep is to have a bed that is made specifically for you and for your needs. They can customize a mattress to your specific needs right here in the upstate at their warehouse in Greenville. Visit their website, engineeredsleep.com, to learn more about their process, see their many deals on mattresses. Call them and talk with a personal shopper that will help you figure out which type of mattress you need. You can give them a call, 864-630-5206. They make all their beds in-house at their warehouse. All the cutting, sewing, packaging, and shipping is done right here in the upstate. I've seen the operation. It's incredible. Also, here's a great deal for our listeners. If you visit Engineered Sleep and mention my name, Kelly... K-E-L-L-Y. You'll receive 10% off your purchase of any engineered sleep mattress. So again, give them a call, 864-630-5206, or visit them. They're open today. They're open on Saturday until 4 p.m. at 627 Congaree Road in Greenville. And if you want to get in on the show today, you can text us on the Health Dare text line, 986-1566. I'll be checking that, as well as Twitter. And we have... Our poll up on Twitter, our weekly poll that will guide our discussion today. I am very excited about this poll because my producer, John, said it was the hardest poll he's seen me put up, the most difficult to choose an option, and I'm very excited about this. When I interviewed Terrence Oglesby this week, it got me thinking. There are a lot of athletes that have recently competed for Clemson. I'm going to say the last 10 years or so 
that have been a part of Clemson's success, but have been in some ways underappreciated and undervalued. You think of the stars. I think in recent years for basketball, for example, you think of a Trevor Booker. You think of maybe the late DeMontez Stitt. You think of um, KJ McDaniels, even this year with Reed and Mitchell. But there are a lot of guys that contributed that don't exactly get the credit. Maybe like a Terrence Oglesby, even though if he had played four years, I think he would receive the credit he deserves. And we'll get to that later. But it also had me thinking about the football field. And which players under Dabo Sweeney, so really about the last 10 years, give or take, right, have been underappreciated for their contributions? Because when you look back and you think of the last, let's say, seven, 10 win seasons under Dabo Sweeney, right? And you look back and you think of which players come to mind, which players have have gotten all the glory for those uh, for that success. I mean, you think of a Deshaun Watson, you think of Mike Williams, you think of on the defensive end. The, um, the front four, maybe a Ben Bulware, guys like that. But there are a lot of names that either have etched themselves in the Clemson record books or have gone on to have really good NFL careers. But during their time at Clemson, their contributions, I think, were undervalued, especially when you look back and you look back and see what they started with those seasons with the 2011 ACC title, 2012, 2013, the Orange Bowl, the Chick-fil-A Bowl, all that those 10 win seasons and how it catapulted Clemson to success. So I have three guys, three guys I think that have been undervalued for their contributions to Clemson's recent success. I'm going to give you those three. There are a few that I listed out that uh, didn't make the list, but there were some honorable mentions. I just started brainstorming. I just started writing down some players that I thought have been underappreciated and that people don't really think of when you think of Clemson's success. I didn't want to use any of the national championship guys because I think in a way those guys have, have, have received their glory. They've received their credit. If I had put Wayne Gallman on this list, I think he would have gotten all the votes. That was kind of my issue there or a Jordan Leggett, even though both of those guys are probably undervalued for their contributions. They still, I think received the credit they deserved. I thought about Wayne Gallman though. I almost put him on there because that's the guy that, you forget about from that national championship team without him, without his 200 something carries in both of those seasons and his thousand yard rushing seasons in 15 and 16, you don't win a national title. So I almost put Gallman, but I stayed away from national champions. And the rule here too was I didn't put any all Americans on here. These guys are not all Americans. All of them were all ACC in some capacity. But they are not the Vic Beasleys. And if you look back, the Taj Boyd, Sammy Watkins, DeAndre Hopkins, not those guys. Because they've received the credit. I thought about a Spencer Shuey. I thought about a BJ Goodson. I even thought about a current player like Kendall Joseph, who I don't think has received the credit. I almost put Chandler Kanzar on there because there are some games in the past couple years under Dabo Sweeney that Clemson just flat out does not win without Catanzaro. But... It was tough to put a place kicker on there. So I went through a lot of names and I settled on these three. And you can go vote in the poll, the KG Show poll today. Which former Tiger is the most underappreciated for their contributions to Clemson's recent success? And yes, I know you're wondering, is underappreciated one word? It is. I looked it up. I looked it up (laughs) because that was a toughie. It looks a little off. But which former Tiger is the most underappreciated for their contributions to Clemson's recent success. Your three options are Stefan Anthony, 
linebacker for the Tigers from 2011 through 2014. Adam Humphreys, wide receiver for the Tigers from 2011 through 2014. Same class as Stephon Anthony. Or Andre Ellington, running back for the Tigers from 2009 through 2012. And right now, we are uh, getting some votes on this poll. 41% of voters say Stephon Anthony at the time. Right now, 38% Andre Ellington and 21% Adam Humphreys. We'll see uh, who wins in this poll. We've gotten some responses as well. John Barrett says, Stephon Anthony for sure. Rock solid in the middle of those 13 and 14 Clemson defenses that put to bed the Clemson will always have no defense narrative. Made Clemson an all-around team for the first time in three years. That's a great point. That's a great point. And Jay Bird gets in and says, James Davis gets my vote. He played a large part in C.J. Spiller's recruitment, which led to more South Florida recruits. I wanted to have guys that played their whole career for that, for head coach Dabo Sweeney. That was my, my thinking in this. But of course you could put James Davis on there. But let's talk about these three guys. Let's, talk with, let's start with Stefan Anthony. He's first in the poll. The main thing with Stefan Anthony, first team all ACC in 2014, leading tackler for the Tigers in 2014, uh, 74 tackles, 10 for a loss, two sacks. Second leading tackler in 2013, which was actually his best statistical year with 86 tackles, 15 tackles for loss, and four and a half sacks from the linebacker spot. He also was the fifth leading tackler for Clemson in 2012. In 2013, this is a stat that really stood out to me as a junior when, again, like the, like the um, listener said on Twitter, Clemson was still trying to put to bed this narrative that the Tigers were all offense and no defense. What, what the national perception of Clemson was at the time was still, I think, in many ways, that West Virginia blowout. Clemson could score points, but could they stop people? And Stefan Anthony, as well as the addition of Brent Venables, put that narrative to bed. And in 2013, Stefan Anthony had 10 games with at least one tackle for loss. He was all over the place. And he was the undisputed leader of that 2014 defense, which by many metrics was the best defense in the country the best defense in the country. And without that defense, without Stefan Anthony leading it, how many of those games does Clemson lose? The Louisville game at home? Syracuse? The games in which you had quarterback questions or Deshaun Watson was playing, then got injured or just was flat out injured. Think of the games Clemson might lose in that season without that defense anchored by Stefan Anthony. And a good part of this too is he was a five-star coming out of high school. He was a massive part of that 2011 recruiting class that helped set the tone for Clemson. He was a Butkus Award semifinalist during his time at Clemson and then was a first-round draft pick, which was huge. Stephon Anthony did a lot. And I think, you know, when you think linebacker of the last couple of years, you probably go Ben Bulware is where you go. You might go Dorian O'Daniel because of recent success. But Stephon Anthony needs to be in that discussion. I think he, he was underappreciated um, in many ways, for what he contributed to this uh, first tier of Clemson's success into the current success. When you talk about Adam Humphreys, I think a lot of uh, the discussion about Adam Humphreys centers around his recent success in the NFL. He's been incredible. And part of that, too, is he defied expectations like no one ever has coming out of Clemson in recent years. It's, it's been unbelievable. He just signed a one-year $2.9 million deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he wasn't drafted. The thing with Adam Humphreys, and I'm going to call him this, and I don't mean it in any sort of negative way. He was Hunter Renfro before Hunter Renfro. He was Hunter Renfro light. 
And it's not just because the number he wore or other factors that you're thinking, I know. He wasn't as productive as Renfro, especially getting in the end zone, even though we know Renfro struggled to get in the end zone at times this year. But he was so consistent. He was the guy that whatever quarterback was playing, whether it was Taj, whether it was Cole Stout, whether it was Deshaun Watson, they could go to Adam Humphreys and feel good about making that throw. He was the third leading receiver for Clemson in three consecutive seasons. Look at the guys he was behind. In 2014, his senior year, the leading receivers were Artavis Scott, Mike Williams, Adam Humphreys. In 2013, Sammy Watkins, Martavis Bryant, Adam Humphreys. In 2012, DeAndre Hopkins, Sammy Watkins, Adam Humphreys. That is consistency right there. I don't know what else to call it. Not only was he that consistent force and that consistent target for any Clemson quarterback that was under center, right? His punt return ability was underrated and undervalued and can be forgotten by some. He's 10th all-time in punt return yards in Clemson history. Think of the time, think of the one time Adam Humphreys ever muffed a punt. I can't think of one. I literally can't. And the Adam Humphreys play that comes to my mind, that would come to any Clemson fan's mind, that again, you probably don't beat Louisville at home in 2014 after Deshaun Watson gets hurt without that 72-yard punt return. That was Clemson's first punt return at the time since 2009. There are certain plays, there are certain memories. You look back on Humphreys and you think, does Clemson win that game without him? 118 yards, receiving yards on three catches at Syracuse, that first Clemson game at Syracuse when you were trading points. There are so many games to think of in that regard. You have to take into account his consistency and how important his leadership was on those three consecutive teams, especially in 2014 when you had that quarterback carousel. Your two leading receivers were young in Artavis Scott and Mike Williams, and Humphreys was there. Was there to be the leader, be consistent, be reliable. So Adam Humphreys, I put on this list as well. Um, again, not an All-American, you know, not even the best player to play at that position in recent years when you look at a Hunter Renfro or even Artavis Scott, but I think his contributions have been undervalued. And he gets some credit now because of how good he is in the NFL, but let's not forget what he did at Clemson. And then finally, Andre Ellington. Andre Ellington's numbers speak exclusively for themselves. There are three other Clemson players in, in history that have rushed for more yards than Andre Ellington. Raymond Priester, James Davis, and C.J. Spiller. That's it. Andre Ellington is fourth all-time in rushing yards. I think people forget that because I, I'll admit it, I did. If you would have asked me, I don't think I would have said fourth. He was first team all ACC in 2012. Second team in 2010 and 2011. Leading rusher for Clemson in both 2012 and 2011. By far. By far. He was doing it all by himself. If you remember these teams, did anyone else carry the ball besides Andre Ellington? Anybody? Obviously Taj Boyd a couple times. 223 carries in 2011. 212 carries in 2012. Both 1,000-yard rushing seasons. 20 total touchdowns in those two years. He was electric. He was consistent and electric. The combination of the two. 228 yards against Auburn in 2012. People forget about Andre Ellington. You remember Wayne Gallman? You talk about ETN and, um, and Feaster right now. You talk about James Davis and CJ Spiller, but there was a guy in the middle right there that won championships with Clemson and was basically all the Tigers had at running back and contributed all four years of his career. So don't forget about Andre Ellington. 
So I've made my case for all three. Go vote in the poll. Again, you can find that poll on Twitter at Kelly Gramlich. Which former Tiger is the most underappreciated for their contributions to Clemson's recent success? Right now, 40% of voters say Stefan Anthony, 39% Andre Ellington, 21% Adam Humphrey. So go vote there. John, we're going to get to the TO interview and then we'll get your thoughts on this poll in our final segment. So coming up next, um, my interview with Terrence Oglesby. You don't want to miss that. KG Show, back in a moment. Big days start small with Chick-fil-A chicken minis. Chicken nuggets nestled in warm, mouth-watering mini yeast rolls and lightly coated with a honey butter spread. Available at Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca, 6.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. in four, six, and ten-count minis. For a limited time, you can get the ten-count mini all day, only available at the Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca. Perfect for afternoon snacks. Tell them Kelly sent you to make sure it's all day at Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca only for a ten-count mini. Have you heard about the changes over at Tiad Garrison Arena? They are now offering event space rentals for banquets, parties, fundraisers, weddings, and more in their air-conditioned 10,000-square-foot newly renovated cattle sales complex. Also ask about their full-service RV sites for football tailgating. Convenient nine-minute drive to the stadium. Call 864-646-2717 today to pre-book. Space is limited and will sell out quickly. Go Tigers! This ad was funded by the City of Clemson Accommodations Tax. It's a great time to buy a new car, and the best place to shop for one is Walhalla's Ford dealer, Edwards Auto Sales. In business for over 50 years, you'll find a great selection of new and certified pre-owned Fords, plus lots of local trade-ins. The Edwards family believes in customer service and was voted Oconee's best new car dealer for the fifth year in a row in 2016. For the best price, best service, and the best car buying experience, go see Edwards Auto Sales, Highway 28 in Walhalla. Men, are you tired of those daily blue enhancement pills that take days, weeks, or months to work if they ever work at all? Listen up. Now you can take Red, the new natural male empowerment pill that works on demand. Even your partner will notice the difference the very first time you use it. To prove Red won't disappoint like the others, you're invited to participate in our nationwide I Take Red Partner Reaction Guarantee Trial. We're seeking participants for this nationwide trial, not only to prove it works the very first time you try it. We guarantee your partner will also notice the difference. Forget those slow-acting blue pills and join those who proudly take red. Over 50,000 pills have already been claimed and supplies are limited. So to ensure your participation in this free nationwide trial, you must call now. Superior virility on demand. You only need to take red once to see what all the fuss is about. Call immediately to participate in our free nationwide trial. Call 800-645-4371. That's 800-645-4371. Be one of thousands to proudly say, I take red. 800-645-4371. Are you hungry? Local Q has revised our menu to include all of your favorite monthly specials from the last six months. Nashville Hot Chicken Bites, Oxtail Tacos, our local Cubano Sandwich, Daily Smoked Chicken, and much more. Come and see if your favorite made the cut. You can see our menus and specials at LocalQ.com. Please don't be offended. We do ID everyone. Local Q, the place to connect for beer, barbecue, and board games. summer here, shouldn't you look as hot as a burger on the grill? If you want to look and feel as hot as noon on a summer day in the South, call Urban Nirvana. With the best stylists around, you'll get the kind of pampering you deserve, and the day spa will have you feeling as cool as a cucumber. And being able to buy a gift certificate online is better than a splash in the pool. Log on to UrbanNirvana.com, buy your gift certificate, and print it right from your own computer. Urban Nirvana, Mag B Station in downtown Greenville. 
Hey guys, if she wanted an engagement truck, you'd be all over it. Or a shotgun, or a Yeti cooler. But a diamond? Why in the world does it need to be a diamond? What does it do for anyone? Well, for her, it does quite a bit. It's a daily reminder of the fact that you see and respect the real her, that she's more to you than just another girl. It's a symbol of trust and caring, of a belief that the two of you are meant for each other. Diamonds are the chosen symbol because they last forever. It's the only thing you can give to her that she can wear every day, and it will still look as good in 50 years as it did the day you gave it to her. So if it's that time for you to show someone special how much she means to you, I'd like to invite you to Scores Jewelers and Anderson. At Scores, our goal is simply to offer guidance and expertise to help you find the right diamond and the right ring. What we won't offer is pressure. We believe strongly in taking care of people and making friends, because friends come back and we'd like to see you again. Our new building isn't quite ready yet, so you can still find us between Old Navy and Pier 1 in Anderson or online at scoresdiamondjewelers.com. I'm William Nichols, and I want to be your jeweler. Buying a mattress can be a difficult process, but that can all change with one visit to Engineered Sleep. They are a mattress manufacturer that opened their doors to the public. You get factory direct pricing, a mattress made just for you, and free delivery all over the upstate. Your mattress will be made and delivered within one to five days. It is always great to buy local, but when you buy from Engineered Sleep, you are truly buying from the best. Their showroom at 627 Congaree Road in Greenville is open Monday through Saturday. Sleep like a champion with your Engineered Sleep. Kelly Gramlich Show on 105.5 The Roar. Back on the Kelly Gramlich Show, we've we're talking underappreciated tigers. Go vote on the poll at Kelly Gramlich. Go find that poll and vote um, either for Stefan Anthony, Andre Ellington, or Adam Humphreys. Which tiger has been the most underappreciated under Dabo Sweeney for his contributions? We'll get back to that in our next segment. But this segment is brought to you by Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca, where separation is the preparation. No better way to start your summer morning than with a four, six, or ten-count box of Chick-fil-A chicken minis. Serves 6.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. every morning. Also, for a limited time only, grab a ten-count chicken mini all day available only at Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca. Make sure you grab their newest seasonal item, the peach milkshake or the white peach tea lemonade. Those both sound delicious. Also download the Chick-fil-A mobile app at one.chickfilla.com. Once you download the app and sign up, you'll be able to bypass the line by simply ordering through your phone. You'll have access to new ways to customize your meals, which will be saved for easy ordering on future visits. You can also earn points on the app toward free treats. Make sure you grab that app at one.chickfilla.com. And the Chick-fil-A of Clemson, Chick-fil-A of Seneca interview of the week today is Terrence Oglesby. As I told you in our first segment, let's get right into that interview. Can't wait for y'all to hear this. Here's Terrence Oglesby. Joining me on the Kelly Gramlich Show today is Terrence Oglesby, current graduate assistant for Clemson basketball, former sharpshooter for the Tigers, two seasons, 177 threes. We'll get to that because that's actually absurd. Uh, he played overseas. He's back on campus, got his degree. Heading into your second season, T.O., as a graduate assistant, how's the summer going so far, and how are you getting ready for that second year? It's been great just having the new guys come on campus and being able to show them around a little bit as well as, you know, kind of learn other aspects of the business that I wasn't previously familiar with, such as NCAA, a lot of the NCAA rules, a lot of different recruiting type, type ordeals or that we deal with here at Clemson, and, and just being able to learn a lot of the administrative piece. 
How has the vibe been so far with this team in July, heading into summer session and summer workouts with the new guys, with Shelton and Marquise coming back? How is the team doing so far this summer? Well, the, the vibe, if you will, has just been fantastic. A lot of the guys, they're working really hard. The attitudes have been great. Now, keep in mind that, you know, we're just creeping into July, but uh, the guys have come in every day with a uh, want to learn and, and uh, you know, Javen, Javen White had transferred in and, and Jonathan Bayer the transfers have come in and tried to adapt to what we what we want to do and, and being able to kind of establish what is expected from young freshmen uh, has also been fun to kind of see how Coach Brownell and the assistants uh, do that with incoming freshmen and, and establishing the culture and making sure they understand what's expected. Every Clemson basketball fan knows it's a big deal that Shelton Mitchell and Marquise Reed chose to come back did you talk with those guys at all with their process of figuring out what they wanted to do? Were you able to give them any advice? Oh, I did. I, one of the things that I told, just told Shelton and Marquise both, and, and even David Scara, who's mm-hmm. uh, uh, working his way to coming back, is just to be able to leave your options open. And what I mean when I say that is a lot of times guys get excited and they want to get the process going right away. I'm a prime example of it. Uh, I signed with an agent as soon as I left, and that just completely closed the door on me being able to come back or transfer or whatever, whatever uh, option that they would choose to pursue. And uh, by not signing with an agent, being able to fill out the process, uh, I think the NCAA, NCAA has done a fantastic job of being able to uh, allow for more information. And mm-hmm. you know, everybody seems to have a, have some sort of problem with the NCAA, and I think that's one thing that that is a a great improvement uh, as opposed to, as opposed to how it was 10 years ago whenever I was still in school so or whenever I was still playing uh, just being able to get that information and still have the opportunity to come back and get in the mix and 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 still just have more options to what you can do uh, uh, in a professional career we're going to talk about your career at Clemson in just a second, but I want to ask you this question. A Sweet 16 last year, you were a part of that run. You had a front row seat. You you really contributed um, in a unique way. So how is that experience for you, having made two NCAA tournaments at Clemson but not getting over that hump to finally see and to be, to be a part of a Sweet 16? Uh, it was just a, an unbelievable experience. And just to, just to see uh, how locked in and focused and uh, and how special of a group of kids that were not kids, excuse me, but young men that, that we had here and how they just continued to kind of, uh, you know, coach Brownell's whole thing is grit and grind and just kind of grit through, uh, late January and early February where guys don't really, you know, your body hurts, you know, you're, you're banging against the best teams in the country in the ACC and just to kind of continue and show resolve and that persistence and, and, that kind of thing ended up paying off in the long run just because these guys just brought it every single day all year. And that's hard to find with a lot of young adults, whatever the profession, whether it be marketing or sales or what what have you, just to be able, sometimes you don't feel good. Sometimes you just kind of got to get up and make it happen anyway. And just to be able to see those guys just continue to work all year. Like Sweet 16, everybody wants to say, oh, well, they got, they got hot at the end of the year. No, that was a culmination of guys really keeping their foot on the gas pedal throughout the entire year and continue to continuing to grow and, and continuing to improve, uh, even in difficult circumstances with, you know, for example, Dante and, and, you know, guys going through shooting slumps or whatever the case may be, 
there was just a consistency in their approach to, to working. And that was, it was really gratifying to see them succeed was probably the biggest thing for me. Just, just being able to see them, what they've worked for really pay off. Tia, let's take it back. As you mentioned, you played a couple years ago. Your freshman year was 2007-2008. That season, Clemson made the tournament, finished third in the ACC. A very good year. And you contributed right away. As a freshman, you made 85 threes, averaged about 10.5 points per game. How were you able to come in and contribute so quickly in the ACC as a freshman? You know, my confidence level, just because I work so hard, I know I've probably said that a million times, my confidence level was always really high. And, you know, it was almost to a point where maybe I was so naive, naive that I never thought I couldn't do it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that was kind of the biggest thing to me was, that I, of course I'm going to come in and I'm going to play well. Like, what did you expect was going to happen? <laughs> kind of deal. And, and that was my mindset going in. Uh, I'm not sure a lot of the coaches that I played for had the same mindset about me when I came in, but I made it known fairly quickly that, you know, I, uh, I wanted to be a part and I was willing to work to be a part. Is that a message you preach to either freshmen last year or freshmen this year that, hey, you can contribute right away? Yes, this team is established. There's a lot of veterans and it's the ACC, but look what I did. If you have confidence and if you're ready, if you put in the work, you can contribute. Yeah, yeah. The biggest thing, and even I struggled with it too, was just generally the speed and the pace of practices. A lot of times, you know, when you're in high school, you have, you know, five or six stragglers, <laughs> for lack of a better term, that can't really keep the pace. So you have kind of have to slow down practice. Well, in college, you may not be like the best player anymore. So you got to show up and, and kind of adjust to somebody else's speed. And, and we have guys that, that, that do it quicker than others and, and, we have guys that, you know, can progress faster than, you know, than others. So it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, if you show up, you work hard, and, and you're willing to take, you know, a constructive criticism. I, I don't know if that's the right word, but uh, constructive feedback. Uh, if you're willing to put that into process and really get things done, then why wouldn't you be able to? It doesn't make any sense. You know, the coach has brought you in for a reason. Your second year, T.O. 08-09, you hit 92 threes. Now, I mentioned you were known as a shooter at Clemson. I just need a little more. I need your thoughts on that. How did you do that? That mindset going into that season to hit 92 threes, that's unbelievable. That's a crazy number. What was your mindset night in and night out for that season? If I was open, shoot it. That was about <laughs> it. And and I was uh, and I had confidence in myself. Right. Like I said, confidence comes from hard work. So just being able to get up, the, a lot of it's trust. Because a lot of the threes that I made, I would say about 40 of them weren't considered quote-unquote great shots just because they're a little deeper than normal and I probably had a guy hanging on me and, but uh like I said just kind of the confidence of you know another th- great advantage that I had was if I did miss we had Raymond Sykes down there or Trevor Booker and you know I did miss I usually miss and it would it would miss pretty soft there weren't a whole lot of long rebounds so those guys could go up there and get it so that that also gave me a little bit of leeway knowing that uh if I did miss uh, we had probably some of the best athletes in the country at that point uh, to be able to go up there and get them. That's always comforting for a shooter. There's no doubt about that. I want to ask you specifically about one game in your career. There's so many we could talk about, but I think when Clemson fans think back to you or that era for Clemson basketball in Little John in the regular season, they think of the win over Duke, 74-47 in February of '09 when you hit five threes. Take me back to that game. What was that like? How did you feel after that game ended when you just put an absolute 
uh, butt whooping on Duke at home? Oh, well, <laughs> that was, for one, that was probably, if not, if not the loudest, top two as far as the loudest I've ever heard Little John. Uh, you know, the energy in that building, and, and I think we, we had to have been top 15. I can't remember correctly. I think y'all were 10, like and Duke high. was four, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just the energy of two top 10 teams playing in Little John at that time was just, I mean, it was wild. And, and we kind of threw, I, I talked to Greg Paulus this year when he was a, an assistant at Louisville and had to deal with all that stuff that was going on over there. He, he said, you know, we were so unique and we brought a different brand of energy at that time and kind of threw a wrinkle into what everybody else was doing. And uh, with that energy going up and down, I guess, you know, a lot of the fans thought that, you know, they were part of it. And it kind of just threw everything into chaos. And whenever we were able to hit shots and get hot, you know, great things happened, obviously. Do you see some of that similar energy with this program right now, last year and going into this year with this team? Yes. Yeah, I, I do. And, and the Clemson fan base is getting excited about basketball. I mean, obviously, when you make a Sweet 16 run, uh, people are going to be a little more interested. I think we set a we set a camp record for attendees this year. I was worn out after that. We <laughs> team went thirteen and three in the middle school division. It's no big deal. We had some <laughs> we had some collusion happening in the tournament, but you know it was uh, you know whenever you win, uh, interest obviously starts to peak. And whenever you have players like we do coming back this year, interest is going to be even greater. Uh, so you know the, with with the building being done here at Little John and and players coming back and and fan interest starting to peak. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt that the energy around the Clemson men's basketball program is definitely on the rise. Tia, one of your teammates here at Clemson, DeMontez Stitt, passed away very unexpectedly and way too soon. And he was five hours short of his degree. And his grand, he promised his grandmother he'd get his degree. You helped make that happen. He was awarded his degree this past May when you were as well. Take us through that process. Why did you feel the need to do that? And how did that come to fruition? Well, I, the funny thing is, is when I came back, we talked about, well, Jeray Grant, he graduated, Jonah Bays graduated, and that was, and Zay Anderson graduated. There were five of us that were in, that came in and those, excuse me. I thought it would be real nice. We were the remaining two, you know, we come in together, we go out together. And, um, I, I felt, you know, a little bit grief stricken just because, you know, we had a daughter, he was going to come to my wedding. We had actually talked about four weeks prior to the wedding, he said, yeah, I'm going to come, but I have, uh, I, I, my girlfriend's expecting and we're going to do our, I'm going to do my best, but if I have to stay, I have to stay. So two weeks later, uh, I found out, I find out via Twitter that he's not going to be able to make it because obviously he's passed away. And I, I just, I felt terrible for his family. You know, his, he's just raised by, and his, you know, his tea and his grandma and, 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 all of his great family, I just felt terrible for him. And if you're five hours away, I mean, uh, that just, to me, I was like, man, there's got to be something we can do. And I had volunteered to actually take those last um, five hours for him. Wow. And, um, yeah, and, and <laughs> President Clements was like, no, you might not have to do that since he's so close. We might be able to do it. So, anyway, long story short, uh, you know, I, after some phone calls and basically after me pestering uh, some of the administrators were finally able to get it done and it just made me really happy to see his mother and his um, and his daughter go up and accept his degree for him and, and it, it it sets a pre sets a precedent uh for for his daughter for what she can do if she were to 
really work hard for something and and it really meant a lot for me and and I know it meant a lot for his uh for his grandma to be able to be there to receive the diploma so I, I just thought it was a really special moment and it just speaks to the class of the Clemson people who were able to make it happen and and really put the effort down to work and uh, to work and get something done for a family that really deserved it that's an incredible story, T.O. I know the Clemson family was inspired by that, and, and we're so glad that DeMont has got his degree. Um, I have one more question for you. We'll wrap this up. I really appreciate your time today. I think the Clemson family is kind of wondering, what are your goals? What are your ultimate aspirations uh, for your career? Do you want to stay in basketball, stay in coaching? What are your goals there? I'm going to be a coach. <laughs> I, I, I'm not wired for much else. I, you know, I did the radio thing, and I loved it. You were good. Uh, I, I had a great time with. I, well, I, you, know, you were. I you were. Talk. <laughs> Trust me, you were. It's not, it's not getting me to. It's not getting me to talk. It's getting me to shut up. Problem. <laughs> no, I had a great time with Don, and, and I had a great time with Old Quark, and and it was a great experience. And and I would I would do it again if asked. But you know, coaching is where I need to be. It's where I enjoy, and, and it, it it's funny. I, I ran into a good friend of mine on vacation. His name's Roman Harper. He played for the Carolina Panthers for a little while and played for the saints. And, and we were talking, he's like, well, how do you like coaching? I was like, well, it kind of shifts, it kind of shifts your focus because as an athlete, you're inherently a little bit more selfish because obviously you want to play and you want to be on the floor and you want to help the team that way. Well, as a coach, it's never about you anymore. And to be honest with you, that's something that I kind of enjoy. I, 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 it's not living through other people, but it's helping other people kind of, uh, it's helping other people get to their goal and, and being able to see little things, you know, guys improve or guys being able to advance to the next level, whatever that may be, being able to, to see them improve has really sparked my interest and really kept me here to where this is what I want to do for sure. That's awesome. Thank you so much, T.O., for joining us today. I know everybody can't wait to get back in Little John in November. We're looking forward to it. Thanks again. Thank you, Kelly. What a fun interview with Terrence Oglesby. Again, I told you, you're going to laugh, the Duke game, right? And you might cry when he's talking about DeMond Testit. That was incredible. I think he was kind of struggling to get through that, and I was getting chills when he was talking about that. But when he said that he wanted to help DeMond Testit get his degrees five hours away, and he offered to take those five hours, which was incredible. But also, DeMontes, his daughter, who I think is about, I don't know, two years old now, that she knows her dad accomplished that and that she can do the same thing if she works hard for it. That was incredible. Um, coming up next on the KG Show, a little more of this football discussion. We'll wrap it all up in our next segment. Stay tuned. Nothing is more frustrating than having a garage door with a mind of its own. Doesn't always go up, won't come down, stops in the middle, and you have to limbo in or out. Not fun. Wayne's Overhead Garage Door is here to rescue you. Wayne's has been handling overhead garage door problems since 1975. More than 40 years of sales and service. That shows you they know what they're doing and they put the customer first. Dependable, on time, and professional. Call Wayne's Overhead Door at 226-9096. Discover easy ordering and pick up with the new mobile app from Chick-fil-A. Once you download the app and sign up, you'll be able to bypass the line by simply ordering through your phone. You'll also have access to new ways to customize your meals, which will be saved for easy ordering on future visits. And every time you order with the app, you start earning credits toward free treats. Ordering made easy at Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca. Simply go to one.chickfilA.com to download the app and start earning free treats today. 
Command the road with Michelin tires and get confidence born from grip that doesn't quit. Now shift into the next gear with a little extra savings. Here's how. From June 13th to July 12th, you can get a $70 reward card after submission with the purchase of four new Michelin passenger or light truck tires. Steve Tire and Service and Easley can get you in gear. Stop by or give them a call at 859-1361. See MichelinMan.com forward slash for details. Offer expires 712-18. One-wear premium. Local Q will make your next event one to remember. Let us bring the Q to you, offering full-service catering functions or drop-off self-service events. We'll bring our famous barbecue to you and help you kick off the fun with cornhole, giant Jenga, or some classic board games. When you want to make it a party, Local Q is what you do. Learn more now online at localq.com. Beer, barbecue, and board games. It all comes together with Local Q. Whether your adventure takes you to the top of Chimney Rock or the shores of Lake Jocassee or the woods for camping, Elkmont Trading Company in Clemson has everything you need for your next adventure. Serving the upstate since 1995, Elkmont offers fly fishing gear from Orvis and Sims, as well as the area's best selection of kayaks and camping gear. Featuring Chacos, Birkenstocks, Patagonia, Southern Marsh, Columbia, Yeti, Eno Hammocks, Kavu Rope Bags, Mountain Khakis, and more. Elkmont also has kayaks and stand-up paddle boards for rent, so you can try before you buy. Are you hungry? Try Elkmont's Barbecue Sandwich or a pint of locally brewed craft beer from one of Elkmont's 16 taps. There really is something for everyone at Elkmont. So remember, if you haven't been to Elkmont, you haven't been to Clemson. Dabo knows the gridiron, Brad knows the hardwood, Monty knows the diamond, and the clever people know real estate. Serving the upstate is the top team of your local Berkshire Hathaway C. Dan Joyner office. The clever people have a proven track record of selling homes faster and for more money than their competitors. Built on a philosophy of putting people over profit, the clever people know how to protect you and your investment. Call 864-940-3777 to put them to the test. Go Tigers! Does your home have wall cracks, uneven floors, or doors and windows that are sticking? These are all signs that a foundation problem is stealing value from your home. Call Canty Foundation Specialist at 475-1671. We know your home is your number one investment, and we can help protect it. Don't wait for a foundation problem to get worse. If you have sagging floors or cracks in your sheetrock, call Canty Foundation Specialist, 475-1671, or visit us at cantyfoundationsc.com. Are you ready to go all in on a car? Granger Nissan knows what car will fit you and your family because they are a leader in the market with competitive inventory. They have everything for everyone. Granger Nissan is a family business, so they know the importance of taking care of the ones we love on the road. You can drive with confidence and ease because Granger Nissan has all new vehicles with a lifetime powertrain warranty. Granger Nissan is not just in the car business, they're in the people business. Stop by Granger Nissan of Anderson on 3510 Clemson Boulevard. Long Heating and Air Conditioning wants you to take advantage of their great summer specials. Right now, buy a train or Armstrong air conditioner and coil for just $3,500. Get 20% off any repair, and when you sign up for cooling maintenance, you'll receive the heating maintenance for free this winter. Three great reasons to contact Long Heating and Air. Call 213-9899. That's 213-9899 or online at longheatingandair.com. 
The Kelly Grambling Show on 105.5 The Roar. Final segment of the Kelly Gramlich Show today on this lovely July Saturday. Brought to you by Local Q, the place to connect for beer, barbecue, and board games in the upstate. 30 Orchard Park Drive in Greenville, right off Haywood Road. Stop by Local Q for the massive beer selection, delicious appetizers and starters, hearty barbecue, and of course the board games and other games. Cornhole, ping pong, pool, shuffleboard, and darts. It is so hot outside, people. You want to have fun? You want to do something fun? Go play cornhole inside at Local Q. They have air conditioning. Also, Local Q has a new event space. It can be rented out for corporate events, wedding events, birthdays, you name it. Great food and drinks for everyone. The private room has a full bar and TVs to watch all kinds of sporting events. Get $100 off your next event at Local Q and their new event space when you mention my name, Kelly Graham. Like, also visit their website, localq.com, or give them a call, 864-288-6873. So the poll for today that we've been diving into, the question is, which former Tiger is the most underappreciated for their contributions to Clemson's recent success? Three choices, uh, 41% of voters say Stefan Anthony, 38% Andre Ellington, and 21% Adam Humphreys. We have a lot of responses and additional responses to the poll. We'll read those. But first of all, John, producer John, I need your answer on this. What you got? I'm going to go with Stefan Anthony. Stefan Anthony. Why? For, for one reason. On ESPN, when he put the hat on and did the whole ceremony, he looked right in the camera and said, why not Clemson? So you're picking him mainly because... He was a five-star that picked Clemson before other five-stars were picking Clemson. Right. I, at the time, the only five-stars we were getting were C.J. Spiller. You're kind of on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, we had Daquan Bowers and, you know, Ricky Sapp. We had some of them, but for the whole, you know, I was as, that was uh, my senior year. So I had been there when we were through some up-and-down times. And then to hear <laughs> someone say, why not Clemson? It's like, you're dang right. Why not Clemson? Let's go. <laughs> That That is part of the Stefan Anthony story that, again, is underappreciated, I think. Because mm-hmm. when you look at the 2011 recruiting class, if you're thinking five stars, you think Sammy Watkins, of right? Course. You're looking at Sammy Watkins and his impact. But Stefan Anthony, who stayed four years, mm-hmm. right, and then was a part of the revamp of the defense under Brent Venables, was a huge part of that. And to go from where Clemson was in 2011, scoring a bunch of points but giving up a bunch of points, to 2014, where you have arguably, by many metrics, the best defense in the country. I'm not attributing all that to Stefan Anthony, right? But he was a major part of that. And I don't think he gets the credit he deserves for his role in that transformation. So I'm with you, John. I think if I had to vote on this, which I don't because I made the poll, but I might go Andre Ellington. There were so many offensive stars in those years, in 2011 and 2012, and Ellington, if we're saying underappreciated, when you look at his numbers, the fourth leading rusher in Clemson history, two straight 1,000-yard seasons for a team that if he did not run the ball, the team was not running the ball. It was not happening. I think he's undervalued and underappreciated for what he did for Clemson in 2011 and 2012. You could also vote Adam Humphreys. 21% of voters have done that. Get in with your votes. Let us know. John and I made our, made our opinions heard. We've had some responses. Um, Sharon Wright gets in on, on Twitter. He knows a little bit about uh, being a star, if you will. He says Dorian O'Daniel, which is a good one. I thought about Dorian O'Daniel. I really did. I, I wanted to stay with players that had finished their careers 
So we have a full grasp. That's why I didn't put a Kendall Joseph or someone like that. But Dorian O'Daniel, he is on the mind. And I think when you look back at his career, you could say he really contributed as a senior. He did as a junior. But those first couple years, you know, not as much. So if you're going with one season, maybe it's Dorian O'Daniel. Or the most underappreciated Tiger from last year, it's probably Dorian O'Daniel. But overall for his career, uh, not sure about that. Nick responds, he says, Kelly Bryant needs to be listed. Following Deshaun, now Trevor Lawrence in Clemson, the season he had will never be appreciated the way it should. He was essentially undefeated as a starter in games he played outside of the playoff and played great. We saw what Clemson would be without him at Syracuse. That sentence from Nick where he says, Kelly Bryant's season will never be appreciated the way it should. I think he's right. I think he's right with that. Again, Kelly Bryant has, has more to prove this season, but I can't argue with that sentence. I don't think it will be appreciated because of the precedent that has been set here at Clemson. He won an ACC title and no one, <laughs> no one really cares, which is unbelievable. But we cannot underestimate the pressure and the, the task it was to replace Deshaun Watson. You, you can't underestimate that. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. It's one of the hardest jobs anyone's ever had to do at Clemson. Uh, another person gets in on Twitter. The one that would have won by far is Ben Bulware. I miss his energy on the field. Here's the thing. You put, you put Ben Bulware in any poll, he's going to win. So <laughs> I wanted to have a close poll. <laughs> and I think Ben Bulware was appreciated for his contributions in his time here. Part of that, I mean, he definitely earned. But when you have a personality like him and when you're literally from here, you're going to be appreciated for what you did. Uh, Thomas gets in and says, Humphreys did have one muffed punt at South Carolina in 2013 when the game was tied. But I do agree we probably don't get the Hunter Renfro story without Humphreys doing what he did first. I think in many ways he paved that road for, uh, for Hunter Renfro. So tons of good responses. Thank you guys for getting in on the poll. Again, you can still vote. It's going to be up for another four hours or so. So let me know what you think on that one and on that poll. The KG Show today is also brought to you by Steve's Tire and Service in Easley a locally owned business and longtime partner here at WCCP. For over 40 years, they've taken great care of their customers, providing tires, brakes, front alignments, and more. They now offer a full line of automotive and truck accessories, toolboxes, and just about anything you need to keep your vehicle on the road. They're an authorized dealer for BF Goodrich, Michelin, and Yokohama tires, names you can trust. The same family has owned and operated Steve's for all these years. And that's very important in today's here now and gone tomorrow environment. Take it from me. You can't go wrong when you take your car, truck, van, or SUV to Steve's Tire and Service in Easley. 109 Peachtree Street between 123 and 93. Give them a call today. 864-859-1361. That's Steve's Tire and Service in Easley. Top five list to finish off the KG show here today. I try to do a top five list every week. The USA Today released their NCAA finances, their report for the last season for the 2017-18 uh, year. And we have our top five athletic programs in terms of revenue. Top five athletic programs in terms of revenue. I don't think anyone's going to be shocked here. I'll tell you where Clemson landed in just a moment. Number five, Alabama. Alabama brought in $174 million and spent $158 million. 174. It's a lot of millions. Number four, Michigan. Michigan, remember they made that final four run. Michigan brought in $185 million and spent 175. 
Ohio State also brought in, that's number three, Ohio State, they brought in 185.4. Michigan brought in 185.1, so similar numbers there. And they spent 173. So Ohio State, uh, in the positive there, 12 million. There you go, Ohio State. <laughs> Being frugal, the Buckeyes. The top two... The top two athletic programs in terms of total revenue in 2017, 2018. Number two, Texas A&M brought in $211.9 million. And they only spent 146.5. That is a massive, um, you know, positive number there. 211.9 is what they brought in and they spent 146.5. That doesn't even compare to the other schools. And then finally, number one, the number one athletic program in total revenue in 2017, 18, $214.8 million, University of Texas, $214.8 million. <laughs> and they spent $207 million. They spent $207 million and they brought in 214 Hey, if you bring it in, spend it, right? I guess that's Texas' motto. So your top five in uh, total revenue from athletic programs, Alabama, number five, Michigan, number four, Ohio State, three, A&M, two, and Texas, one. Clemson was number 26 on this list. There are 31 teams in the country, 31 schools, excuse me, that brought in at least $100 million. And Clemson was number 26, bringing in $112.6 million and spending $111.1 million. So, again, if you make it, spend it, right? In the top 31 of those 100 million uh, schools, $100 million schools, 12 of them were in the SEC. That's unbelievable. Nine in the Big Ten, four in the Pac-12, three in the Big 12, and three in the ACC. The three ACC teams were Florida State at 13, bringing in $144 million. Louisville at 22, bringing in 120.4 million. And then, of course, Clemson at 26th, 112 million. So, three ACC schools on that list. You would have had 13 SEC schools in there. Missouri just missed the cut at 97.8 million. So sorry, SEC. Maybe next year. Maybe next year, every single one of your member schools will bring in over $100 million. Vanderbilt, um, as a private institution, did not report their finances. So, we don't know about them, John. But again, your top five there, Bama, Michigan, Ohio State, A&M, and Texas. If you missed any of the show today, head to iTunes, type in WCCP, find the full podcast there. I'll tweet out the link to the T.O. interview. Thanks again to T.O. for joining me. Find that on Twitter at Kelly Gramlich. We'll see you next Saturday on the KG Show. After further review is up next. 